Welcome to episode 198 of Flight Football and Anything Else. I'm Dave. And I'm Mike. How you doing, Dave? I am I am so much better than anybody else right now. That's pretty good. Yeah. I'm not even going to say not as good as some because that would not be true. All right. That's, yeah. That is pretty good. That's living on a cloud. That's right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's where I'm is at. Is that a good thing? Living on a cloud? Living on, I don't know. <laughs> It'd be kind of boring, I yeah. don't think. So is that good for your back? No, well, no, because you'd f- probably fall right through to the ground. <laughs> okay. So yeah, but uh, but yeah, uh, it is September twenty seventh, and that means it is happy birthday to Maxim McKenna. So I want to get that out there right away. Happy birthday, Maxim McKenna. And then who, is it? There's two others. Is it from the from youth football? Because I remember when we would do youth football, and it would be Max's birthday. Um, I almost want to say Hunter Garpeel and I have no clue. I yeah, remember that. Yeah, we got. There's a couple others, but in any event, happy birthday, guys! I'm doing well, by the way. Thanks for asking. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> I'm doing so good. I don't care how anybody else is doing. Fair just, enough. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> I get it. I'm sorry, Mike. <laughs> That's okay. We're good. I'm sorry. I I just I was so paranoid. I was gonna see. I I don't know if you noticed, but I wrote happy birthday all over the place so I wouldn't forget. I would have reminded you. Yeah. Okay. So. I appreciate it. But uh, so you're doing well? Yes. Good. Are you on a cloud too or no? no? No, I'm not that well, but okay, well enough. All right. Excellent. All right. First tasting. Let's get that rocking and rolling. And this comes to us from Ordock Brewing in Marquette, Michigan. And this is their left-handed lawnmower session IPA. Freshly trimmed. And so we're always talking about lawnmower beers. And so I saw this can with an actual lawnmower on it. I thought, yeah, that'd be kind of cool. That it would. And then if it, on the can, it says fresh trimmed left-handed. If you stop right there, you might think you're on a category of Pornhub. <laughs> sure. All right. I'm glad, you, I'm glad you always make that connection, Mike. Oh, there, yeah. Just about anything can be tied into a Pornhub category. If you think hard enough. All right, and we're going in the maple grill glasses. I've got the uh, stainless steel pint glass. As always, and I've got the maple grill pint glass because I'm not as big a fan of the... I When Len gave it to us, I liked it. Yeah. And then it was like, yeah, I don't like the, the... You want to see what you're drinking, I think. I, and I just don't like the, the clank or lack thereof. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, so... Cheers. Cheers. Ooh. What are the specifics on this one? Oh, thank you for asking. 4.6 and 0 IBUs. Yeah, see, I, didn't, I apologize, listeners. I didn't do my homework from 197 when I said I was going to research IBUs because smelling this, this smells yeah. <laughs> like dank butt. Right. Well, or Ooh. like a really dank West Coast yeah. IP, you know. Yeah. No, it's good. Yeah, got some good flavor because a lot of times the session IPAs, especially if they get down into the fours, you know, almost maybe like a heavy lager or, you know, somewhere in that neighborhood. But no, this has got a lot of good IPA bite to it. Tastes better than it smells. Yeah. And I I tell you, (laughs) so did it do it? I I didn't process it hard Hard enough. enough. That's what she said. Why isn't it? I think they might be hearing it on the. Why wouldn't we be hearing it? I don't know. That's Try it weird. again. Uh-oh. 
Yeah. Huh. The rim shot button. It's it's making a light, but yeah, it's we'll not. Have to, maybe, maybe it's on air. Son so, of a. Anyway. Mo- modern technology. Got to hate it. I tell you what, one thing that tastes really good. And since the last time I've done a Maple Grill ad, I think Shelly and I have been there three times, and they have got their fall uh, micro-brew selection up there, and oh my God. The caramel and the pumpkins and the... It's amazing. So I don't even go and get a beer the last three times. Each time I went, I got a flight. But if you're looking for that awesome and unique farm-to-table restaurant with the freshest local ingredients cooked over an open wood fire. The microbrew has 18 taps of delicious craft beers, ciders, and an occasional seltzer to suit everyone. Yeah, I'm talking about the Maple Grill, everybody. It's at 13105 Gratiot Road in Hemlock. And when you go, tell them Mike and Dave sent you. Yes. I know that's your line. I'm not sure what it'll get you, but at least you can tell them that. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, introduced the beer, talked about Maple Grill. What do we got? What what we watch typically is what we start the pod with, to, to get our feet wet, as they say. Yeah. So, after party. Yes. We watched a few more episodes. So, I like it, but I don't know if I liked Jasper's. Do you remember Jasper? He's the one that was supposedly in a band with Xavier. Like way back, they were doing Sky or something like that. But he installed the sound system in in, in Xavier's mansion. Okay. This, yeah. this is from uh, right. season one. His thing was like a show tune. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> and so he had the three dots from stardom. Yeah. About, about text. I don't know. That one. There's one, of their, there's one like that in the second one where they. Yeah. I think they're, what they're doing is that that's how the character sees themselves. I understand. All right. And then, and then I don't know. How did you feel? I'm asking you to go back to season one, but in Brett's, Brett's the arrogant ass, um, was married to what's her name? Shit. Zoe. Yes. Yeah. Um, Brett's pee competition with Xavier. They were both in the, in the school bathroom and they were peeing forever. Yeah. What about the sound of this? Can you make it a higher pitch? Yeah, that was... It was like an Austin Powers. Yeah. They were peeing for five minutes. Yeah, it was. I didn't... It was kind of cheesy, but... Okay. Um, I just... Yeah. But, I mean, I still like the overall. I'm still now... Right. I'm, I'm, I'm invested, so I want to know, like, who did it, and I want to see the rest of them. So, yeah, we're, we've... I think... I think we've done f- four or five episodes now, so... And then I caught up on my Disney Plus uh, Ahsoka... It's part of the Star Wars series. And then Foundation wrapped up uh, season two. And yeah. I was and that I you know, when you get done with a season and you're pissed because there's not Right. I, that's the kind I I really like Foundation. I mean, Foundation's it's got all the elements I like in a suspense drama sci fi. It's all wrapped up into one. That, and that's I'd be, I would Plus. be more willing to I would be more than likely to watch that than um Ahsoka. Ahsoka. Oh for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah. You would actually you would like uh foundation because there's a lot of scenes where uh Emperor that's he's the Emperor and they call him Emperor or whatever. Uh Day is his official name. 
yeah, he bangs their robot. Uh, what are they? What What is her official position? Um, confidant, counselor. She's their, you know, their right hand woman person. But it, shit, that was a spoiler. If you hadn't seen it, god dang it. Uh, yeah, you, I haven't you, seen it, so. you, you don't you don't figure out she is until probably three quarters of the way through season one. So right. it becomes right. pretty apparent. But anyway, there's a few scenes you'd like. All right. Yeah. You can make those real easy segues to Pornhub. There we go. That well then that's a plus. I may watch it <laughs> for that in and of itself. Yeah. How about uh, how about you? I can't remember if I had Finish or not finish The Wrestler on Netflix, but I think I was through five on episode 198, and I think I watched the last two episodes since we've recorded. And again, uh, it's about uh, OVW. Uh, Al Snow runs it. Yep. And I did, it's still active. They do a lot. If you go on YouTube and search OVW, they do a Thursday live taping of the show. Yeah, that you can watch. I mean, it's just wrestlers. Some are old people. Yeah, not old, old, but obviously they're never ever going to make it. But they're just doing it for the for the love of it. Right. And there's a couple that you know. Actually, the one girl on, um, the wrestler, she actually like in episode six, five, six or seven, they said that she went to Al Snow and said that she signed a contract with AEW. So. Um, I don't. I don't know if she's doing anything on AAW yet, but I mean, you know, you that's like the, oh, Ohio Valley is where you train and yeah. get your craft and whatnot. Right, right. So, but that's the minor leagues yeah. for the and like I said when I said I started watching it, it's basically like Last Chance You. It's that type of you know. Some of it, I'm sure they're, they, hey, you know, why don't you yell at me a little louder? You know, for visual because I mean, just a day to day normal. Right. Hey, how you doing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to wrestle tonight. Okay. I'll see you later. That's kind of that's boring b- that's TV. So you got yeah. to spice it up a little bit. But but it, it, if you can tolerate the wrestling aspect of it, yeah. it is like a last chance you of wrestling. It's very entertaining. And then yesterday, Liz and I watched and got caught up to on Billions season, episode, season seven, episode six and seven. And it pains me to admit it. I'm going to watch it, too, because I love the show so much. And it's not horrible, but it pains me a little bit to I have to agree with Brian Adams because season seven almost is a little hokey at times. Like, so far they've had um, Why don't Chuck you? Rhodes meet yeah. in the Washington Monument or the Lincoln Memorial, one of the two. I can't remember where they were at. And he met with... Uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, who gave him a little bit, bit of a pep talk about this, that, and the other thing. <laughs> and then then uh, episode six that we watched last night, Triple H was on it. Okay. And because they were, like, they were trying to, how do you, they, they were running a ruse. Okay. And they were trying to, they said, well, how do you turn somebody, and then like Triple H, oh, that's my favorite, a heel turns face. And it's like, well, this is kind of, isn't, it, isn't Chuck Rhodes Paul Giamatti? Yes. yes. How does that conversation happen with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? He's got to be staring at his dick. Well, he's looking up. But that's <laughs> but that's what, of, but, but it was like, why would Kareem Abdul-Jabbar meet in? Uh, God, I, mean, I was there at the eighth grade field trip. I can't believe I didn't. Um, 
After remember, after filming that, his neck probably hurt. Yeah, because well, you're looking at seven two, and what's Paul he Giamatti? Was, he's, he was he's, horrible. He's, I, the, Kareem didn't even deliver the lines, and I never did like Kareem anyway because I, I, he's yeah. a douchebag. But, um, but yeah, so I mean, it's watchable. I'm going to watch it, play it out. Okay, but yeah, it's just a little hokey at times with the guy. And then they've, <laughs> right. uh, and then Mark Cuban was in like the first or second episode, and he met with, you know, uh, Michael Prince Capital. Yeah. And he's like, oh, you know, you got to buy, you know, and they're talking billionaire stuff and it's like, oh, whatever. No. But I mean, so it is a little hokey and it's probably not their best season, but I think they wanted to tie Bobby Axelrod in and, you know, dot the I's and cross the T's. Gotcha. But um, all right, Dave. So I do have one more. Yeah. Okay, I have a question for you. Yes. Maybe not a question, a statement first and then a question. You're probably going to be really disappointed with this if you haven't heard. but. Netflix is going to shut down your mail order DVD service. Hmm. I know. Don't cry. This Friday, Netflix is shutting down its mail order DVD service. Customers who still receive physical DVDs can hold on to the ones they have. Quote, please enjoy your final shipments for as long as you like. End quote. The company wrote on X, formerly known as Twitter. I, I guess I didn't even know Netflix provided that service. So like, oh, we did it for a while. I mean, we we were getting you know DVDs. Like, what was the other company that did it regularly? That, Redbox. Yeah, like Redbox yeah. does it right. So this was it was kind of a funny. The person that that wrote it did it to be kind of funny, tongue in cheek, right. basically saying you know, <laughs> who, who gets these things? What? Who gets the physical DVDs anymore? And we were redoing justin's uh old room and there was like three boxes of dvds we kept the smaller box of blu-ray yeah and then liz took them and was just dropping them off at goodwill and goodwill said we're not taking dvds because they have so many of them and nobody buys them so then she took them across the street right wherever that whatever that one is but so any any listeners that might have potentially been offended because they still receive the dvds from netflix i apologize let us know. Let us know that it, it was still a good service and you enjoyed it. You know, go to our. Well, I'm not making fun of anybody who did no, it. No, I, mean, I, 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 I just I'm, didn't know. That what that I'm was saying such is, I'm thing. apologizing for when I, my comment about who gets these things anymore. Maybe some people still enjoy DVDs. Now, did you have to pay more? Like Netflix right now is fourteen ninety nine. Could I have like six months ago? Could I have been getting DVDs oh, it for was, fourteen ninety nine, or did you have to pay extra? Uh you paid a membership fee, and then. If it was a new release, I think you paid a premium. It got tacked onto your bill. If it was a oh. like a brand new release within the first couple months, and then after that, you know, your membership took care of it, and it's like the library oh. or family video. You only got charged if you didn't put them back in the mail in time, which everybody would forget. I mean, right. they probably made bank just on the late fees. And I just, I never knew Netflix made that yeah. available. So. so, yeah, there you go. That's all I got. All right. So let's go inside the ropes, Dave. Okay. So let's after do a it. couple pods without much wrestling, AEW has their next pay per view Sunday, October 1st, called Wrestle Dream. There's about nine matches. Going to quickly go over my Are you going to make the Pornhub connection to Wrestle Dream or no? Uh, Later. 
Not to wrestle Dream, but in a bit, yes. Okay, okay. Uh, all right, so I don't know what order these matches are coming out, but these are the ma- this is the way I wrote them down. Danielson versus Zack Sabre Jr. I'm going to take Zack Sabre Jr. simply because Danielson's winding down. It'd be a, This guy's supposedly a, a real elite wrestler. I think it's going to be a good match. Danielson will put him over. Zack Sabre Jr. will win. Hangman Adam Page versus Swerve Strickland. My pick is Hangman Adam Page. I certainly hope I am wrong with that one simply because I think Hangman Adam Page absolutely sucks. And Swerve Strickland actually, in my opinion, has some talent and plays the part, you know, got the grills in. He's got believability. And yet, he loses, I mean, the popcorn vendor beats him on a regular basis on AEW television. Right. So I'm going to pick Hangman, but I want Swerve to win. FTR versus Aussie Open, four or for not, four or for not the title. Maybe four or the title or not because FTR has a match tonight and allegedly they could lose the titles, but they're not going to lose the titles tonight nor will they Sunday at Wrestle Dream against Aussie Open. So I'll take FTR. Here's my sleeper pick. And in fact, I'm going to go back to that one. Um, we have Christian Cage, the AEW TNT title champion, versus Darby Allen in a two out of three falls match. I'm going to take Darby Allen two falls to one. And in one of the two falls that Darby Allen wins, Luchasaurus is going to cost Christian Cage the match because that's you got to be following along on okay. that. So Luchasaurus yeah. will cost Christian Cage, and that'll start to split between those two. Uh, Eddie Kingston versus Shibata for both of Eddie Kingston's titles. I can't see Shibata, who's not in every – Weak wrestler and Eddie Kingston's on just about every show AEW does. I can't see him dropping the straps after he just got him last week. Uh, Kingston to win. Then we have Jericho and the Golden Lovers. That's not what I call them. That's what they're called. That's Kenny Omega and Ibushi. I guess that's what they wrestled as in New Japan Wrestling. They were called the Golden Lovers. Okay. Uh, versus the Don Callis family with... Uh, why do I, I always want to say take a shit take a shit and Sammy Guevara and Will Offspray. now Omega has lost a couple matches in a row I can't see him losing again but I'm going to take the Don Callis family because they're actually the best they're the better threesome of these two teams and then finally we have almost finally there's two more matches after this in a four way tag team we have Young Bucks versus the Guns versus versus the Lucha Brothers, versus Orange Cassidy and Hook. Are there four in the ring at one time, or how does that work? It depends on how AEW and Tony okay. want to run it. Gotcha. But They're making up the rules as you they go kind along, of. kind of. Okay. But I'm going to take the Young Bucks so they can get Young Bucks and FTR back. Why the Bullet Club, not... Not the guns, the Bullet Club aren't involved in this match. They're really missing an opportunity, AEW, by not utilizing Switchblade, Jay White, and Rockhard Juice Robinson. 
more as a tag team. Those two are phenomenal together. They're good workers. And quite frankly, I think Rock Hard should actually be Jay White because Jay White has abs upon abs. Right. Looks great. Well, I tell you what, the Golden Lovers probably will never wrestle Rock Hard. No, that's right. (laughs) Well, I'm just saying from a standpoint of a marketing, you know, people might, you know, be they'll they'll do their thing into the ring. You know what I mean? And everybody will be like, wow, they can't just stop thinking about the marketing opportunities. All right. Yeah. So. Chris Statlander for the AEW TBS women's title. Chris Statlander versus Julia Hart. And of, uh, fuck, I forgot their faction. They keep wanting to say Judgment Night, but that's Judgment Day. That's WWE. Right. Uh, and it's not the Dark Order. It'll come to me. Sorry, Caitlin and Aaron. Um, but yeah, Chris Statlander's probably going to win, but I'm going to pick Julia Hart because... If Rhea slips a little bit, Julia Julia is your new one. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You got to see Julia Hart in action. She's nowhere near the wrestler Rhea is, but. Yeah, uh, Yeah, okay. Quite quite a spectacle to watch in the ring, in my opinion. Good. And it's driving me nuts what that faction's called. Hmm. I don't know. uh, Okay, here's. I'll add. One one final match. Here's my my upset. All right. We have. Better than you, baby. Adam Cole and uh, Maxwell Jacob Friedman versus the Righteous. The Righteous has kind of a goofy gimmick, but it it could work. The one what? guy is almost Ma- Manson esque. Oh. He's like peace, love, and oh. he get people to follow him, and sure. he's like that seventy stuff. But he's got that goofy look to him, and Cole and MJF can't stay together forever. I'm picking the righteous, and this starts the split of Adam Cole and MJF. Got it. All right. That's probably a bad pick, but that's what I've got to go with. Yeah. That sounds good to me. So what were you going to say now? WWE question. Yes. So I haven't been following lately. Damian Priest, is he still holding on to the cash? Yeah, the money in the bank? Yeah. Yeah, he hasn't cashed it in yet. And I don't know. I mean, he gets. He's another one. He's how like long? Three, how long? One did, year. One year. One year. Okay, I was say they can't. Like, it doesn't make any sense to hold on to it forever. So he's got it for one year until the next Money in the Bank. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know how he's going to beat anybody because, like Swerve Strickland, I mean, Damian Priest is way better than Swerve Strickland, but Damian Priest should be almost top billing heel, and he's he's beat by every. I mean. The ring announcer beats him. Right. I mean, he gets beat by everybody. And Saturday the 30th, NXT No Mercy has a either a pay-per-view or a premium live event. No picks for that because I don't follow NXT. Right. And then the main card people, uh, premium live event, Saturday, October 7th, Fastlane. So I'll give you my picks for that on episode 199. But it is interesting to note NXT's ratings – are basically what AEW Dynamites are, and NXT is basically up-and-comers in right. what the WWE is doing, which I think is a brilliant maneuver. Not every week, but semi-regularly, a Dominic Mysterio, Seth Rollins, Becky Lynch, Rhea Ripley yeah. goes appears on NXT. NXT. I think I brought some NXT stuff 
one episode, yeah, and I was very confused yeah, why Rhea it, was. Yeah, and you yeah. surprised me because you because it was Taya Valkyrie versus yeah whatever. Yeah, that, that's the one. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, that's the one. Rhea was on there, so their ratings are good. Even though it's a different night, I mean, it's Tuesday night versus Wednesday night, but it's funny that the up and comers are getting as many viewers as the main people for yeah. AEW. So. Yeah. Well, the style of wrestling and the energy yeah. and yeah, like you said, I mean, that I think people without saying it, they recognize the athleticism, you know, and the showmanship. Oh, absolutely. and they like it. Absolutely. Yeah. <sighs> Oof. Anything else, David? I do not. Just enjoying this last pull I've got of the uh, left hand lawn. Yeah. Left hand lawnmower. I just finished mine. Yeah. All Mark right. Style studio. You go first. I do go first. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to go. I'm actually going to go kind of high on this one. Usually with the session ones. I mean, they're okay, but this has got a lot of flavor pop to it. Almost like it has more alcohol than 4.6. I'm going 3.75. All right. Um, I can't put my finger on it. I would drink another one. Yeah. You know, if, while you're editing, if you had an extra one, I'll drink another one. Yeah. But I went 3.18. I mean, it was a nice, solid IPA that I would drink but wouldn't go out of my way right. to... You know, right. have it. But if it's readily available, I would drink it. Let's see. So, untapped crowd. 268 check-ins, which is, you know, that's decent. And we've got a little closer to me, 3.62 for those 268 people that checked in with left-hand lawnmower from Ordock Brewing. All right, well, Mike, uh, let's transition into the next tasting. And the next tasting, as we have done in several of the last podcasts, I don't know if we had one last Thursday. I don't think yeah. we. What, what, what was it? Fifty. I can't. I don't. I don't bring Shit. the sheets with me. But I know. I know we had. How do I forget? I don't know. That's dumb. Anyway, I've got it over there. I'm not going to look through it right now, but. 94, I've got 96 right there. Damn. Anyway, this is the next one in the 450 North series, 450 North Brewing Company in Indiana, but i am got to look on the can to see. Is it Columbus? Yeah, Columbus, Indiana. This one is Banana Choco Taco. This one's a... I got to turn the can. This one's a harder one to read. Banana fudge, waffle cone, vanilla ice cream, and milk chocolate. <laughs> All right, that's I mean, this I, I you know I've been saying on a lot of these might be not, taste like a frozen banana. Yeah, or a frozen banana taco. I don't know where, where the taco. Where, what? Where are you seeing where four fifty brewing is? Right here. On the front. Well, that just says brewing company. And you said Columbus, Indiana. Is there a Columbus, Indiana? I think so. Columbus, Indiana right there. Am I reading that wrong? I don't know. Maybe. No, by gosh, there is a Columbus, Indiana. 
Yeah. I, that's why I kind of hesitated. The, it's, the, it's, the, it's the ugly cousin of Columbus, Ohio, apparently. <laughs> that's why I hesitated saying the the town or the city because I was thinking, no, that's Columbus, Ohio. And then I Brood looked on the can. by 450 North Brewing Company, blah, 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 East 450 North Columbus. Yeah, Columbus, Indiana. Indiana. Well, they're the old adage, Dave, you learn something new every day. Holds true yet again. All right. Well, let's taste the old banana choco taco. <laughs> oh my God. The notes off this bad boy are pretty That's chocolatey. More chocolate than banana. And by the way, since we'll we'll keep that theme going. Banana Choco Taco. Yeah. I, let me direct that category of the Pornhub <laughs> video. Cheers. Cheers. Looks like a uh, smoothie. Wow. <laughs> I think this might be the best of the series so far. Oh, my God. It is, a, it, it is everything that we said it was. It's as advertised with, it's an alcoholic beverage. I mean, it's. Yeah, very tasty. I mean, if you were pouring this out of like a, 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 if it was advertised as just being a smoothie, like you got it out of the cooler next to the Boathouse Farm, you know, stuff in the, you know, Boathouse Farm makes the fruit smoothies and the, all that. It's in that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And if you thought it was coming out, you like, oh, what is that? There's something I can't put my finger on. But you drink it out of a beer can, you're like, hey. Right. That's good. I yeah. mean, I think you could fool somebody. Hey, Holy cow. hey we're, eating, we're starting to eat healthy. Pour it in a glass, give it to them for go. breakfast. Yeah. I think you could pull it off one. I mean, obviously, if they had eight of them, they'd start getting buzzed. But right. I think if you said, oh, I don't. I don't think less than eight because well, the specifics I, on this one is 5.3% alcohol and again, zero IBUs. But that one I can see because this isn't bitter at all. I'm, what, I was, what I meant by that was, yeah, you would get drunk on it. But I'm just saying if you, like, if I went to Liz or you went to Shelly and say, hey, look, at this is a high protein. This is oh, what yeah. I'm going to do for breakfast. And you poured them a, you know, a quarter of it and had them drink it. I, don't, I think you could sell it that it wasn't alcoholic. Yeah. Because I don't. Just tell them there's some vegetables in it. I don't taste the alcohol in here. I get get a little bit. This is a smoothie. Yeah, I get a little bit. So, NCAA football. Yeah. I gave out two games last week. Uh Uh-huh. I said Notre Dame (laughs) against Ohio State. Yep. And I said Clemson against Florida State. Mm Mm-hmm. In the gambling world, Colts doesn't cut it. Nope. Yep, that's only good in horseshoes and hand grenades. Little did I know Notre Dame was going to play with 10 men on the field, <laughs> you know, when he touched down. Nor did I know that Clemson, 29-yard right. field goal to win the game. Straight on. I mean, not because the hash marks in college football are quite a bit. I think it's a more difficult kick in college than it is pro because the hash marks are so far wide. This kid was... Dead, dead nuts. Dead nuts center of the field. Yeah. 
and was 29 yards out. Fish disagrees, disagrees with me, but I told Fish, I said, him or I could have made that kick. Now, would we have made it 100 out of 100? Yeah. Absolutely not. And so people are saying, well, yeah, so that kid, that was his one out of 100 that he didn't make. Nobody ever gave me a free ride to play college football to kick 29-yard field goals. Max Max said there was a story behind this kid. He's not No, he he's never kicked before, but I'm sure there I'm sure he's got some money to go to a major university and if I can make a 29-yarder, admittedly I probably would make 20% of the kick time. 29 yards straight on. I bet you I can do 2 out of 10. And you might say, "Well, I bet you this guy makes the the next 9 that he makes, so he'll be 1 percentage point better than you." But you know, so my guess is, yeah, his ass was so tight he was, you know, <laughs> squeeze a piece of coal into a diamond. Exactly. Yeah. So, but hey, so I gave two losers. Uh, you know, we gave it a hell of a run. But oh my god! Yeah, especially the Clemson one. What what was the line on that? Clemson was getting two and a half, and they they had they would and they lost by seven. Two and a half. Oh, I thought they that were was getting a, two and a half. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And they lost by seven, but if he makes that kick, they went outright. Why did I think Clemson was getting double digits? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't either. Okay. Unless you're thinking of, and here's one for you, all the hype on the prime train. Yeah. And, and that was that was that was a buzzsaw. I mean, if they get blown out this week, that that storyline is going to be deader than a doornail. I don't think it will, though. No. I think he just has to compete. But let's go back to last week before we get into this week. Okay. So they have three wins, and the Colorado State game went into overtime, or they won it right at the end. And Colorado mm-hmm. State isn't any good. Right. But after that game, they got into the top 20, or top 25. Yeah. I think they were 21. And then they play Oregon, who is 10 or higher. Right. Now, admittedly, they got fucking curb stomped, but... <laughs> Because now, this week against USC, they're not even ranked. Right. So they went from ranked after all this hype of, you know, the big win against TCU. TCU couldn't, you know. Yeah. They couldn't whip cream with an outboard motor. And then um, the second game was they struggled early against Nebraska, then blew them out. And then they went right down the wire. Colorado State got in the top 25. And then they play their best competition. They fall out of the top 25. No, yeah, they got fucking blitz, but so now this week they're at home against USC, and right. USC is the twenty-one to twenty-four and a half point favorite. Yeah, I think all he needs—they're not going to beat USC. No, shouldn't. And like I told my oldest son Justin, they're not beating Oregon. All they got, especially without that kid that plays both ways, who got his liver or kidney lacerated. In the Colorado State game, he you know he plays right. both ways. Without him on the road, I said there there was no way they were winning that game. But you would like to think they would have been competitive, correct? So he has to be competitive in this game. But after this game, they'll probably run the table, finish whatever in two, and you would think would get a pretty decent bowl game because of all the people he's going to bring in, right? And then next year he'll get even more recruits. So. Right. I'm not going to write off Prime yet. Maybe he'll get all the Michigan State recruits that go into the portal here in the next 30 days. They might. And yeah, because officially, they officially announce 
they fired up Mel Tucker today. Yeah. So my theory of a couple pods ago, he's obviously going to file a lawsuit. Yeah. Because he wants his money. They owed him, I think, $80 million. Right. But now they say, oh, cast discredit or whatever they he, said it was. Yeah, he... he um, Humiliated him or whatever they said it was. Let me... Yeah, there's some specific language to it, but basically you can't do anything that would, you know, make the university look really bad. Do anything egregious. I don't know if the word egregious is in there. MSU fires Tucker for bringing ridicule to the program. No, what brings ridicule to the program is the fact you get your asses beat week in and week out and look bad doing it. That's what brings ridicule to the program. What brings ridicule to the program is after one good season, you give a guy a 10-year, $95 million contract. That's what brings ridicule to the program. Now the guy's going to beat his meat in a consensual relationship with a woman, and now that's why you're going to fire him to get out of the money? So they owed him $80 million on the contract. He's going to sue. They'll settle out of court. Tucker will probably take 35 to $40 million, $40 million for doing nothing. I'll live with the fact that people know I was tugging my meat you know, while talking to a, a woman on the phone, and Michigan State's going to say, well, fuck, we at least saved $50 million. Yeah. So, because if they would have just fired him for going zero and eleven, they would have owed him all eighty million. Right. No. Right. I but understand. now, because with his cause, they're trying not to pay him at all. Yeah. He's su- and he's suing him, and rightly so. I think he should sue him because I don't know why. Has he filed a lawsuit? Not yet. yet. I don't okay. He wasn't. Even, he didn't get fired. Fired till today. today. Yeah, I don't right. know why he wouldn't. Like we talked a couple of pods ago, whenever it was. Right. I don't know why. He's got. Was, it was so. This is ninety eight. It was ninety six. It was over at the South Studio. We talked about it. The only. Like I said, his estranged wife is the only one that really, and if they were on the outs, who cares what he was doing? Yeah, I mean, so, well, <laughs> yeah, it goes back to, yes, in a perfect world, Mike, you're correct, but he's a high profile guy with somebody that, I guess the, uh, here's, here's an example I would use. If Taylor Swift claimed that Travis Kelsey did something inappropriate, sexually harassed her. She probably couldn't do anything with that because she's chest bumping his mom in the in the in the Kelsey suite, banging on the glass and jumping up and down. There's clearly a relationship there. Now I guess on TMZ there's pictures out there and in the after party, you know, they're all over each other and Ooh, whatever. Kelsey as well? Yeah. Oh yeah, that he actually came out on the New Heights podcast. Yeah, and I was listening on the way home tonight from East Lansing, you know, to some of that TikTok stuff that what you're referring to right there. But what I'm saying, do do you know the point? It's like it is known that they are a couple and they're doing anything, doing something. As far as those two are concerned, it was a secret. Nobody really, I mean, yeah, maybe they are, but it wasn't to that level where Mel... Her business, her way of earning an income and her life and her existence right now is, you know, the the sexual harassment and the um, which he got her the gig to speak. Yeah, exactly. Which led to their relationship, which led to him sending her shoes. That's the that's the part. Then mowing her the three hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. So they were they were in a relationship. So not, that's not I, to the level where he can do that and and it not be something where she can call foul. 
But see, I the, well, we're I, not know gonna, I know that's I know that's where lot, we disagree. We got a lot, yeah, we got a we lot to discuss, so we're not going to. And we spent twenty five minutes on one ninety six, but that's where we agree to disagree. Right? Because you said well, if, if Travis Kelsey sexually har- harassed, in my and because even like her charges aren't like if he said, "Hey, I beat my meat on the phone," saying, "You know, oh, I want to see you naked or whatever," and he's tugging one off. Right. And she says, "Huh? No." Uh, he th- forced me in the back of his white panel truck, ripped my panties off, uh, made me smell chloroform. The next thing I knew, I woke up with uh, I, what I thought was a Danish cream all over my face. That's sexual harassment. I mean, actually, that's well, that's, <laughs> that's, 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 right. that's sexual assault. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, but but like my, there's no way you can harass me over the phone because I'm just going to hang up. There's no, and don't tell me you were stunned and you froze. Hey, Dave, hey, Dave, this is Mike. Boy, I want to juggle your nuts. But see, I want to juggle your nuts, Dave. Oh, still, Dave, I, and then you can hang up. You and I are agreeing on right, this. But that's so you make so those points. Why, but I'm saying Mel Tucker him. should never put himself in that fucking position unless he has an open and public relationship with no, somebody. I, no, I disagree with that. He I know you do. Yeah, I know but, you do. But, and so we, but he we should don't, still file a lawsuit. Sure. And and he is. They are going to settle because they'll take this forty million dollars savings because the ridicule is the joke of a program that they oh, yeah. tart out there every Saturday no. and get their asses kicked because they're terrible. Here's they're where, a pathetic football team. Here's where you agree with Bill Simonson because on probably every show since this thing has gone on, the 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 probably the thirty minutes that I listened to his show, he is saying the exact same thing. He's he's more upset, and he's a Michigan guy. Yeah, yeah. He's more upset with the trustees and Al, Alan Haller and the whole kit and caboodle there. And he's basically today said that Mel should go to the hearing and tell his side of the story just to right. make it known again. This is what is being said here is bullshit. Right. Yeah, and, that's, so anyway. and that's what I say. He, and, and he will, they will settle. No, well, I don't know if anybody's going to want, because he's proven he's not, you know, if he comes back into coaching, it'll be kind of probably a little bit lower level, not you know sure. one of the power conferences, and it'll probably be yeah. more of a he's a defensive guy, right? Yep. So it'd probably be a DC somewhere, mm-hmm. but yeah. you know, DC at a at a Mac school making what hundred thousand a year, eighty thousand a year, whatever. Yeah, and they hopefully, pay. He doesn't blow and through then, the then, thirty million he gets from yeah. Michigan State, right? So right. yeah, but anyway, okay. Um, this week's game. Got a couple of good ones. Uh, Utah at uh, Oregon State, the Beavers. Oregon State's lane three. I'm taking Utah to win outright, and that's a Friday game. So that is my college play of the game. College play of the game? College pick Pick of the game. The only thing I'm going to say about the college thing is there's two upset. Uh, Can former MSU quarterback Peyton uh, Thorne I spelled that wrong in my notes. So Peyton Thorne left MSU last year, went to the Auburn Tigers, all right? And they're playing number one Georgia at Jordan-Hare Stadium in Auburn, Alabama. So I'm not saying on the money line, but I'm saying the, the Tigers are getting 14 and a half. I'm saying they cover that. I'm saying they only lose by seven or ten points all right 
Uh, noted, then, I, noted. I disagree with you, but noted. I, yeah. I could see it happen, but yeah, that's sure. a, that's a that's a big number to lay on the road in a conference game, especially being if if this were in if this were at Georgia, yeah, no way, oh, yeah. no way. But uh, the other upset watch, number seventeen, Duke. I think they're going to beat Notre Dame. Notre Dame's given five and a half, but Duke. I mean, they don't have all the they don't have the weapons, they don't have the talent that Notre Dame has, but. They're 4-0, and if anybody's noticed, the last two years, the last two previous years, Duke has been, they've been making noise. Yeah. They Top beat tw- Clemson the first game of the year. Yeah. So I, I think they've got the ball rolling. I think there's some chemistry there, and it's at Duke. So it's, yeah. a, it's a home game. I think Duke beats Notre Dame. All right. NFL? Uh, let's do baseball first. Baseball, let's go. Um, Allie, quickly, Wednesday night, we're doing the pod on Wednesday. Might be released at the same time, Dave, and I haven't decided that yet. But So that means teams have Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, four or five games left in the season. AL East, Baltimore, Tampa Bay are in. Division's still up for grabs, but both of those teams are in. AL Central, Minnesota clinched the division last night or the night before. Everybody else in the Central is eliminated. The AL West, you have Texas, Houston, and Seattle all in the hunt for the wild card and the division. And then Toronto has two with the Yankees and then three Rays at Jays. So Toronto's got a tough road to hoe. Houston has a game with Seattle off tomorrow and then three at the Diamondbacks. So Houston's got their work cut out for them. Uh, Seattle has the game against Houston, and then four versus the Rangers. So that's probably the biggest series of the weekend is Seattle. Uh, I think it's at home, but it might be at Texas. But Seattle, Texas, and Toronto, Houston, Seattle are all separated by two games for the wild card. So final weekend, there's a lot to be laid out. Playoffs start Tuesday. National League, Atlanta's clinched the division. They're the the division champs. Philadelphia's clinched the postseason berth. Miami's still alive. The Central, Milwaukee has clinched the playoff spot. The Cubs, the Reds are alive. And then the West, the Dodgers are the champs. And Arizona and San Diego are alive. Now, San Diego put in the old proverbial asterisk by being still alive because their chances of winning because they're four and a half games out of a wild card spot and there's five games to go. So chances are slim and none and slim is leaving the building. Arizona has today and tomorrow against Chicago at Chicago and then finishes up with three games against Houston. So not, not an easy task because Houston's actually better on the road than they are at home. The Cubs, they've got trouble unless Atlanta just rests everybody because they've got tonight and tomorrow at Atlanta and then they finish at Milwaukee for three. Miami's a half game out. Uh, the Mets, they have two against the Mets. They should win that. And then three against Pittsburgh. So Miami has the most favorable schedule. Cincinnati plays Cleveland tonight and then finishes the season with three against St. Louis. So I would, you would, uh, Cubs have a tough road. It might actually end up being Arizona, Miami, and Cincinnati as the wild card teams. Well, there's two wildcard teams, right? There's a three. One, two, two buys. Yeah, there's three, three. wildcard teams. And then the top two divisions. So 
baseball gets what they want. You know, Jeff. five days left in the season. I just mentioned if you want to count, I'm not even going to count San Diego. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven teams out of 30 have something to play for, and then five have already in. So, was it 2020 or 2021 when they made that? That wild card change to try to twenty one, I twenty one, yeah, because okay. twenty would have been a, the shortened season right. for COVID. Yep, and then I think the next year, was, and I will say, the baseball rules I was against them from the start, actually worked out nicely. I think everything, I like most of them. Okay, so, I mean, good, good for them. Yeah, it was debatable at first, but they're working out right. All right. NFL, Dave. Greatest league on the planet, right? Yes. All right. Picks first, or we? Uh, we'll, what about? We'll, we'll end with picks. End with picks. Uh last week. Ouch. Yep, I got the, the three losers of last week. I got the Cowboys, the Raiders, and the Commanders. Cowboys, because everybody's talking. Ah, oh, there's going to the Super Bowl, going to the Super Bowl. Went into Arizona, got. Manhandled. They only lost by nine, but I mean, it wasn't even that close. And Arizona and Joshua Dobbs, uh, Prescott can't get the ball in in the end zone. Yeah. So that's why. And then the Raiders, I think they butchered the end of that game. You know, they let too much time run off. And then they went for a field goal instead of going for the. And then the only reason I gave the commanders a loss or the loser of the week, they're getting beat by Buffalo's. Putting a pound in on thirty-seven nothing. It, it was a little bit closer than that at halftime. So the, for the first half, it was a game. Buffalo jumps out to thirty-seven nothing lead, and late in the game, I mean late, I think there was like a minute to go. Washington kicks a field goal. Yeah. So that's like if you're in sixth, seventh grade youth football, and you're getting beat thirty-seven nothing, but you got a kid on the team that doesn't do anything else but he can kick. He's like, "Coach, can I can I kick a field goal?" Ah, fuck it. We're down 37. Now the I go out there and try it. Right. But that I don't think that's what they were doing at the NFL level. <laughs> no, you know what I mean? So it's like, "Come on. There is no right. participation award in the NFL." Right. And How about practice scoring touchdowns? Yeah, or <laughs> but 30 yeah, the Bears did the same thing, but there was 14 minutes to go, and they were down 41 nothing. And then well, they kicked the field goal with 14 minutes to go, and then they scored a touchdown later. So Was it their third-string kicker? Because maybe their third-string kicker did come to the up to the sideline and no, tug, no, tug on was, his shirt sleeve a, and go, Coach, I'll never be able to kick. No, this it was is a the regular only situation one. I'll be able to do it. It was a regular one. All right. Winners of the week, Miami Dolphins. And anybody who owns any stock of any of their players on any of their fantasy teams, boy, they put up, they're on pace to shatter all sorts. I mean, it's only three weeks, but. Right. I mean, through us, that's a 70 stake. You know, <laughs> right. it's, they, every, when they score 50, it's a 50 burger. So I think only three teams have scored 70 points in the NFL. So that's a 70 stake. It's not a burger, it's a steak. Um, and then the other two winners, Cleveland's defense has just been shutting people down. And probably too early to say, but 
I think one of the winners of the week's got to be Love and the Packers. They were down 17-0 against a decent New Orleans defense. Had done nothing all game. Fourth quarter, Love worked a little Roger-esque, Barb-esque magic. Yep. And won the game 18-17. Yeah, that was crazy. I think that was one of the... That wasn't one of my picks, was it? Yes. Yeah. Yes, you picked Green Bay late a point and a half. And they won 18-17. Yeah, okay, that's yeah. the one I was pissed yeah. because I lost that game. Yep. But I, well, I felt bad, but realism set in, and I'm like, well, they were down a bunch, and they they should have lost. Right. But they won but didn't cover. Yeah. So, yeah, so now that you brought our picks up, eight and four on the year. We had a rough week last week. You were 0-2, I was 1-1. I've got two losses this year. You've got two losses this year. And so we're both four and two. And both of my losses are the Vikings. Uh, Did you pick them this week? Not this week. Uh, God, right. you would like to think they could beat Carolina, but yeah, I, I'm I'm staying far away from them as possible. So right. yeah, I had uh, Buffalo minus a six and a half and they smoked Washington. My loss was I had, I think it was a pick em. Uh No, Minnesota was minus one at home versus the Chargers. They lost 28-24. You had the uh, Raiders minus two and a half. They lost outright. Green Bay minus one and a half, and they, lost, and they won by one. So we were one and three for the week, eight and four on the year. So if you get our picks, get them early, call them in. Right now you're still winning money. Uh, I think you went first last week, so yep. I'll go first this week. Hitting on all cylinders, my first pick is going to be the Sunday night game. I think NBC was looking for a little something more special than what they're going to get. The Kansas City Chiefs are nine-and-a-half-point road favorites. I don't think they'll embarrass the Jets because the Jets' defense is decent. But Zach Wilson, <clears throat> who I listed as a week one winner after the first week of the season, he's making whoever drafted him as high as he did. He, I mean, he's bad. He's, he is a bad quarterback. He's, he's making Justin Fields look like the world's greatest quarterback of all time. They were talking about him again this morning <laughs> on um, um, what's the show that replaced Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max? on ESPN radio in the morning. Um, the new show. Yeah. The new yeah. show. Sure. But they were, they were talking about that. Yeah. Yeah. House of black. That's no. who, Ju that's who Julia Hart's with. All <laughs> okay. right. There we go. Um, <laughs> Random. But yeah, so I, I just don't see the All right. Jets scoring more than 10 points, which means the chiefs only have to score 20. So 20 to 10 covers. So I'm taking the chiefs. Minus nine and a half. Got it. I am going to go. I'm get, I'm on the dolphin train. I'm going to go dolphins. They're at Buffalo. Buffalo's given two and a half. Yeah. I was like, what? You got one of the most. Now, you know, everybody's saying that the dolphins defense is suspect. Josh Allen's going to tear their, you know, is going to. No. So I'm saying dolphins. All right, and I'm glad I went elsewhere because I, I, my other pick was the Bills. 
Oh, okay. But, but I went, I went elsewhere. So okay. I, um, so my second pick is the, they, they call me Mr. Primetime this week, apparently, because uh, the Kansas City minus nine and a half is the Sunday night game. Yeah. And then I'm going to take the Seattle Seahawks on Monday night football at the Meadowlands in New Jersey to face the New York football giants. And as of this recording, it's even. It's a pick em. Ah. So I'm taking Seattle to win. All right. Now I've got a dilemma. I've got two here. Both games are battle of the basement. Broncos at the Bears. And Denver. I, not to interrupt you, but yeah. I'm going to. Sure. I got a comment on that game. So I, even okay. if you pick it or not, I got a comment on that. Yeah, game. yeah. So Denver's given three and a half. And then you got the Vikings at the Panthers, like you mentioned. Minnesota's given three and a half. Um, One of those teams has to win, right? Right. I mean, but <laughs> the Vikings, like you said, and I've got it written right here, Minnesota's just got bad mojo right now. Uh, just they can't figure it out. Chemistry's bad. Who knows what the hell's going on? I'm, I'm going to call it right now. The Bears will roar. All right. That's my pick. All right. Well, and what I was going to say about that game is, like it said, I'm not taking Lions games and I'm not taking Bears games because people would say, ah, he's just hedging his bet. Right. So, but here's how poorly everybody thinks the Bears are. I mean, not that it's a big fucking secret, but generally speaking, Vegas puts home field at three points. Right. So if two teams are exactly even, the home team is going to be minus three. So Denver They're is minus Denver's Denver is five. Denver is minus three and a half over the Bears. So they're saying Denver is six and a half points better than the Bears. Ah. Right. So, okay. I, I understand that. Yep. So Denver is so let's get this, let's put it in perspective. It's the zero and three Broncos. Versus the zero and three Bears. Evenly matched, home team, home team lays three. And I get, like I've said 100 times on this podcast, over 198 episodes, the point spread is to get 50% of the money on the Broncos, 50% of the money on the Bears, and Vegas makes money. Because the the losers are going to pay the juice, and Vegas makes money. That's the ideal betting scenario. So it doesn't necessarily mean Vegas thinks the Broncos are three and a half points better, but given my scenario. So, 0-3 Broncos, 0-3 Bears at the Bears. The Bears should be a three-point favorite. The Broncos are actually three-and-a-half-point favorite or six-and-a-half if you flip the home field. And the Broncos are a team that just gave up 70 fucking points. That's what I'm saying. And the and that's how everybody's that's how shitty everybody knows the Bears are. <laughs> right. So, I almost have to say, if the Bears... If the Broncos cover, right, Eberflus has to be fired Monday immediately. Morning. Monday morning, nah, and I'm, I don't care. I don't care. Sunday night, they can hold a drawing for a season ticket holder to coach the team the rest of the year, and right? Because it's inexcusable. I mean, they're not going anywhere now anyway. But there's just no way you can lose to team that team. Quit. 
I don't think the Bears quit against Kansas City. They're just not as good as Kansas City and got their asses whipped. Right. <laughs> you know, th- right. That's all there was. Denver quit. If you watch some of the highlights of the four touchdowns Molstert had or the four touchdowns some guy named Devon Achane or A-C-H-A-N-E, however you pronounce it, yeah. eight touchdowns between two guys. And that's something if you don't know an, N- an NFL player. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Like. There were there were they had one Who's touchdown. This guy? They had one touchdown. I don't know, ask Mike. A fifty-eight yard touchdown pass that I guarantee the two players that were involved in scoring those touchdowns. I guarantee there wasn't one fantasy league in this world outside of relatives of these two players that got points for that touchdown because they're so far down the depth chart. I, well, Mike White's number two on the depth chart, but he threw a touchdown pass. To the receiver, I can't even remember what his name was. <laughs> right. But anyway, so that's our NFL picks. KC minus nine and a half, Seattle to win. Dave went with two dogs, Miami plus two and a half, and the Bears plus three and a half. Flights football, anything else, eight and four or four and two apiece. Sleeper game of the week, Patriots at Cowboys. I think uh, Tweaks Corner. Patriots can cover. They're getting seven. Dallas's offense hasn't shown anything. Should be a low-scoring game. Yeah, I think that's got got potential. I think New England defense can keep a minute. I'm not going to pick them to win, but that would have been my sleeper pick, but not one of my picks. All right. So I go first for the second rating. Well, I just want to real quick. Ryder Cup. That's right. Ryder Cup starts. um, the The pairings are Thursday. So if you're listening to this. At the regular time on Thursday evening, Friday, Saturday, you already know the picks. Check in, watch the Ryder Cup. Uh, remember, foursomes is two-player alternate shot. So they, you know, two two USA players, one tees off. The next person hits the next shot. They alternate. It's kind of it's it's really different, but it's it's cool to watch. And then four ball is two-player best ball. So they each play their own ball. And then, the, like, for example, the two USA players, whoever scores lowest on that hole, they use that ball against the lowest score on the European side, blah, blah, blah. Uh, cool stuff. Look it up. Research it. It's fun. Um, and what you just described there easily could be porn on videos. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> foursomes, four balls, yeah, sure. Foursomes, foursomes yeah. two shots. What about singles? Sing, there's actually a category on porn up singles. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Your turn. Rate. Um, 350. I thought it had a delicious, the old uh, ice cream man walking around in the neighborhood, bringing the bells. The kids would go running. This tasted like a frozen chocolate banana, mm. which I've also seen in porn videos. So if I was rating this, is it my favorite beer ever? No. No, no. If I'm rating this against all the other sours, the milkshake sours, and this is, so I don't know how to rate it. That would be, I'm not going to do it this way, but in terms of the best sour or the best of the 450 uh, brewing, uh, I would put it like a 4.8 or something like that. Wow. I liked it so much. But relative, when I think about all the beers we've had, the IPAs, the stouts, the you know the peppermint stouts, uh, uh, three point. 
I gotta go three point eight zero. Just just five hundred so better than left handed lawnmower. Left handed lawnmower. Now that I'm looking at it, eh, that might have been a little overkill. Three point eight. So let's go to Untapped and with a huh, guess how many check ins. Do you remember how many of the other 450 North? I don't remember how many of the other. But I don't I understand this because the cooler, the cooler at Opperman's is filled with them. But yet there's a whopping seven check-ins. We should both check in and make it nine. What the hell is that all about? So those seven check-ins put it at 3.89. Well, Mike, I got a question, and I bet those seven people that checked in for the, um, the banana choco taco would also have the same question if they were here at the South Studio. What's up with the cut on your forehead did you headbutt another nope. another youth football kid nope. as they're coming off the field head great job good sack headbutted a uh 12 pack of uh, vitamin water power c still oh. in the cooler turned my head and caught right dead in the corner and as soon as it happened i'm like god i think that's bleeding pretty good and i looked and, and i happened <laughs> to have because my finger was bleeding from filling the cooler so i had a paper towel in my pocket right so i looked into the the lighted part of the the glass cooler door, and I said, "Yep, sure as shit, fucker's bleeding." So I held it on there, and I filled, finished filling the cooler, and then I go to the next cooler, and the guy says, "You know you're bleeding." I say, "Yeah, I got it. Yeah. Thanks." I mean, <laughs> Hopefully, there weren't a number of customers going, "Why in the hell is there all this?" Well, no, it, it, it looks it, like it, blood it, on my no, because no, I'm real. Anal I, about I bet that. you are OCD oh, anal. Oh yeah, because well, yeah, who nobody wants you know no. I, I other worry. bodily fluids maybe <laughs> not my blood though other than that one vampire <laughs> right. um exactly but yes before we kick off with the second beer third yeah thank you the third beer it's actually my fifth <laughs> but, uh, so you made note yeah. of the fact that you left notes because you didn't want to forget max mckenna's birthday right and then you were like what i bet I- you you were thinking in youth football, what you were thinking was, we owe a uh, happy birthday to one half of the intro outro music, as we affectionately call him, other Eric Eric Goslin. So maybe that's who you were thinking about in youth football. Is Eric, it Eric Goslin's birthday yeah, today? Eric Goslin. No birthday. shit. Yes. Yeah. So nice. So happy birthday, happy birthday, Eric. Happy birthday, Eric. And the other Eric is no disrespect. It's just I know right. the one better than the other, so it's gotcha. Eric Wally and the yeah. other Eric. <laughs> but Eric Goslin, so birthday wishes to Eric Goslin. Now, I don't know if that's who you were thinking about in youth football, but you know maybe it, it was. wasn't, but this works. <laughs> okay. This works. All right, so what's yeah. the third tasting, Dave? All right, the third tasting. This is called Fritz's Folly. It's a West Coast-style IPA. Uh, apparently, and if you want to learn something else today, Fritz Maytag was the person that is credited with coming up with the West Coast IPA flavor or style. So this beer is named after Fritz Maytag. I would have thought you were going to go with the washing machine. Yeah, no. What? Where is this from again? Now, this one's from, um, how do you, what is that? Uh... Archival, is that how that's? This is where we need Grandpa Blackhawk. 
I think it's Archival. Archival, because it can be Archival. No, Archival. Yeah. A R Archival. I V A L. Archival. Archival Brewing. Brewing. Now this is Belmont, Michigan, and most people are saying, "Where the hell is Belmont, Michigan?" Belmont, Mich- Michigan. Wow, that Choco Taco is really. <clears throat> Belmont, Michigan is sandwiched in between Rockford and Comstock Park. And I don't know where either one of those are either. <laughs> so <laughs> over north of Grand Rapids. Now, Comstock Park, you know, Bell's Brewing. Oh, okay. Um, I've of the brewery. I still. There's three or four breweries. Like without, without uh, Google GPS, yeah. I would never be able to know where to go right. to get to Comstock Park. Right. But uh, the Whitecaps. You ever heard of yep. the Okay. The Whitecaps are in Comstock Park or okay. just on the edge of Comstock Park. But. Um, it's you know it's a Grand Rapids suburb, but um, so Belmont is stomping grounds for me growing up. So it's kind of cool. There's, yeah, because you went to Rockford, right? Right, right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. So how now Rockford and Comstock are they close or? Um, eh, you know they're like what uh, I'm gonna say eight nine miles apart, but in between those two is Belmont. Okay. Yeah. So I know. My sister, for some reason, and I don't know why, I went to elementary school at Crestwood Elementary, which is the opposite direction, a little bit north of where we were at, kind of towards Rockford. Then my sister went to elementary school at Belmont Elementary. Okay. So I think the Belmont Elementary kids went to Rockford High School. Okay. Yeah. Now, on the can, do you think that's just a bridge, or do you think it's supposed to be the Golden Gate Bridge or the Mackinac Bridge? You might say, well, why would it be Golden Gate Bridge from a Michigan brewery? But the Mackinac Bridge is nowhere near Belmont. No. And the other thing, too, is is that there's a crab hanging on. It looks like a... Um, so it's just can design. Yeah, it's can design. Right. But it that can't be the Mackinac Bridge because there's no crabs like that in Lake Michigan. Right. Yeah. Which is kind of weird. Right. Well, anyway. Unless Fritz was from San Francisco, West Coast. Right. What when Fritz, when you hear the name Fritz, what is the first thing that you chicken? That's Frankenmuth. That's the second thing I think of. Yeah, is Fritz's chicken. The first thing I think of is uh, Fritz von Erich. Uh, he's. I think he's the patriarch of the von Erich family. Is that Just from wrestling. the Sound of Music? No, it's wrestling. <laughs> They're like. Uh, and and like three of them have killed themselves. I laughed like that was super funny, and everybody's like, "What the hell are these guys talking about?" I didn't even know. What, I didn't know what you were talking about. So whatever. The Let's von the, the von Trapp fi- family. Right. I didn't, and I was thinking his name was Fritz. Whatever. I'm not going through withdrawal, so we got to get this taste. All right. You said you're going through withdrawals. Well, yeah, I haven't had a. I, I finished that Black Rocks as you were editing, and we babbled. For four minutes of this segment, I haven't had a drink yet. Well, not four minutes, six minutes. All right, six. So even worse. It's amazing <laughs> I'm still not breaking out in the sweats. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah, a little West Coast dank smell. Some notes. Hmm. What are the particulars in this one? So the particulars in this one, 6.6% alcohol, so the highest one of the night, and 49 IBUs. Right. I'd say that as far as what we think IBUs yeah. are supposed to be, you know, almost 50. That's, I think it's about there. Which is weird though, because 6.6, the left, if I did the old blind taste test yeah, in the left-handed lawnmower and the Fritz's Folly, yeah. 
in the the question was which one has more alcohol in it i think i would uh, pick the left-handed lawnmower right that seemed like it, this seems a little tame for 66 well i don't and we've been doing this now for 4 years nearly nearly 4 yeah. years and knowing and talking about the different kind of hops that are in the beers the cascade hops i think tend to kind of smooth things over a little bit as opposed to some of the other ones. Okay. I just, I'm, I just, I don't pay enough attention to the, that's, I would be a horrible Cicerone. Cause like I said, I rate the beers on, I like it. Right. Love it. Sucks. Hate it. Yeah. Whatever. Skunk piss, whatever. Um, no, but this is good. All right. Well, you had mentioned that you only had one player pass. Yep. So I'm like, all right, it's a good segment. We're going to do player pass. Yeah. I'm going to start it. Okay. And then you'll give yours, and then I'll go. Because I have two player passes for you. All right. Go ahead. As we talked about during the football segment. Yep. Travis Kelsey. Yep. And Taylor Swift. Tra- ta- I almost said uh, <laughs> the, mon- the Sunday night football theme song, uh, Underwood. Carrie oh, Underwood. Carrie Underwood, yeah. So uh, Taylor Swift. Yep. Uh, so play. every single okay. play. So play. what is your take on it? I or, think or Taylor. Not your not your take on it. Why the hubbub, Bub? My when I this first kind of came out and there was rumor that this was happening, I looked at Shelly and I said, Taylor Swift must have gotten new publicity people working for her. Because this is going totally against her brand. Maybe she's been kind of the goody, artsy-fartsy person long enough. And she's probably realized, like, I haven't lived life. You know, I need to... (laughs) Like, one of the TikToks that she was listening to on the way back from East Lansing today was, like, this woman was like, yeah, Taylor Swift, you know, any of her sexual interactions has been with, you know artists and there's been a guitar and some incense involved and now she's going to get bleeped by a six five (laughs) (laughs) and so i mean it's the hubbub is because it's so against her brand to go out with someone like travis kelsey all right well it's it's tangent it's not it doesn't fit i yeah i actually think they're the 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 opposite opposite sex version of Felix and Oscar they yeah. they do not look like they belong together right hey and opposites th- attract we know that sure but I'm gonna go something on a limb right here it's not it's not a money grab either I don't think because oh. Travis Kelsey has money yeah he don't have tra- he don't have Taylor Swift money no. And it's it's amazing how Taylor Swift has now put Travis Kelsey on the map. Like people know who Travis Kelsey is now. Well, her crowd does. And his 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 jersey, ironically enough, is nearly, if not caught, Jason's jersey sales among female buyers. Because now all of the Swifties have gravitated towards Travis Kelsey. Yeah, so he didn't take the bait. That I don't know because you don't you're not on TikTok enough right now, right? So so there's been some women that have gone and and taped or f- taped. God, it so dates me when I say taped. 
videoed their husbands, you know, put, put, put the phone in a secret place and then, you know, started talking to their husband say, Oh, you know, Taylor Swift, that whole thing with Travis Kelsey, she's, she's put him on the map because nobody knew who he was before. And the husbands, some of them are like, are you fucking, are you on crack right now? How do you not know Travis Kelsey has got so many, and the husbands just get irate. I I didn't take the bait on that because it's actually, I mean, if you're going to, if you're going to go potato, potato. Yeah. I mean, Taylor Swift is way more known than Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey. Right has done just fine for himself. Yeah. But yeah, so I didn't take in the, the sports world. I mean, right. there's one in the entertainment world, one in the sports world. Yeah. Right. And worldwide. I mean, t- Oh yeah. Taylor sure, Swift sure, sure. is worldwide. Yeah. But anyway, okay. of course. And then I, I'm going to, I'm going to give it a hot take here. Yeah. I, my hot take. Yeah. Between two consenting adults, I'm guaranteeing Travis has tapped something better looking than Taylor Swift. I, I guarantee it because I don't think Taylor Swift is up. Is she ugly? Absolutely not. Is she well drop dead, gorgeous, beautiful? I, my my take is Travis Kelsey has tapped better looking women. Sure. I didn't, Consenting nobody, adults, everybody's yeah. neutral, so no disrespect <laughs> yeah. to Travis or no disrespect to the women I'm talking about. Maybe it was a little tacky for me to say tapped. Made love to better looking women than Taylor Swift. Well, sure. That's my hot take. Yeah, but it, yeah, I, nobody's going to argue that with you because. And nobody... if I have to see every catch he makes, if I have to see her fucking cheering for him, I may drop him from my fantasy team just on principle alone. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so what about her, her? What about her like chest bumping his mom? That's 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 my second. That's that part pass, of your so, fuck you. No, that's okay. my second player right. pass. So now you had one. So, you had yeah. one for me. All right, I've got one for you. So, do you know what a smoke jumper is? No, it's a person that jumps out of an airplane, parachutes down into a desolate forest far from roads or rivers, and fights forest fires. Okay, so he jumps out of an airplane with a parachute and hit all of his firefighting gear on him into an area that's nowhere near roads or a river. Cause if it was near a river, they could take a boat up there. Right. Sure. Yeah. How much do you think that prior to, I think it was two years ago, there was some crazy, crazy ass forest fire. Like California was on fire. Right. Basically the whole state was in flames. Canada was just on fire. And Canada was just in flame. So in the U S um, the U S uh, wild, forestry service or whatever they bumped up their pay a bit there was some law enacted and so they were getting a little more pay to try to encourage more people to hey come come help put out our fires but what do you think the average pay is or the i'm sorry not the average pay what's the baseline pay for somebody with no experience to jump out of an airplane into a forest fire yearly or per jump are we going Per hour. All right. Per hour. They got to get people to do it. I'll play. Per hour. $1,800 an hour. You're very, that's amazing. It's $18.06 an hour. Yeah. 
That's what and the that's ar- the raise they they raised that too. No, they they actually raised it to like twenty four dollars an hour, but the law was only for a certain amount of time, and so the law is going to pass, and so it's going to go back to the base pay for someone with no experience, $18 and six cents an hour. And that's what the article was about. Like that's fucked up. Well, yeah. I wouldn't do it for that. No, nobody would. No, the well, article, nor should they. no, Let the article burn, went on. Motherfucker burn, motherfucker burn. <laughs> this is a Bloomberg article. And the article went on that said, you know, like a local town, uh, by Juneau, Alaska or wherever this was, you know, you can work in the furniture store for $21 an hour. That's what they you know, the local right. furniture store, it's like, no wonder you can't get people to jump out of an airplane into a forest fire in an air in, in one of the most desolate remote areas because you're paying them less than the guy that's pushing couches at the furniture store. Right. So I even got, let's take this take one take further. If they're only going to pay the $18 an hour, 1806 an hour, let's go all suicide squad on them. What about, you know, you would have to look at the criminal and what offense they are and what, you know, obviously somebody who's murdered 77 million people. Maybe you don't want him. Going I think his out name there. was Hitler. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't want him going out there, but like, you know, somebody who's in prison with 12 years left on their life sentence, 12 years left on their life, 12 years left of their sentence because he was a big drug dealer or something. Sure. So, Hey, fucking fires a rage in Wyoming. You want to do this, uh, what do you call them, smoker churners? <laughs> smoke jumpers. Smoke. You want to be a smoke jumper? Once as soon as this fire, uh, your sentence is reduced in half. So instead of 12 years, you got six years. Hell yeah. Four years, you got two years. Yeah. You know, if you do a double, you can, you know, if there's another forest fire in North Dakota yeah. and you go again. Yeah. I and and if, you wanna, the problem. if you want to try to run... Go ahead, because it's 150 miles. Right, and, yeah. You know, well, that's what gonna... I'm that, Yeah, so, yeah, <laughs> right. you could put that stipulation on there. If you try, if you if you just hit the ground and run and don't try to fight the fire and just try to get away, yeah. and you get away, double thumbs up to you. You beat the system. If you get if you run and get caught, you get the death penalty. Yeah. No there questions asked, right. death penalty. That's a way to fill that position. You don't even have to, you don't even have to bump the wages up. Cause I bet you some people, like if you're, if you got 20 years left on your, you know, for sure. domestic, vi- domestic violence and selling drugs, right? It's like, all right, yeah, I'll cut, I'll go from 20 to 10, and then fuck, if there's another four or five, I'll do it again. If shit, next thing you know, I'm out in two years. There you go. So yeah. So what's mine? All right, last player pass. Who has wore it better, the McAfee, the McAfee, Pat McAfee, or the Kelsey family? And by the Kelsey family, I mean Travis, Jason, and mom. Mom. Who's what? Who's wore it best? Like, who is really, I mean, uh, I mean, if you look around, they're all over the place. And they're essentially, it's near I'll, and dear to me because I'm a, just an absolute I'll play junkie. on this. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So who's, who's wore it better? The Kelsey's or the Kelsey's being Jason Travis. So yep, it's, yep. it's three on one, but yeah, I, yeah. I think Pat McAfee's actually exceeded all three of them. That's why I'm putting the three of them versus. That's the what one. I was gonna. As far as like, I don't know, man. New Heights is really 
taken off. Number two podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Right. I don't know. I, I'm assuming Joe Rogan is number one, but right. Um, uh, New Heights is number two, and they got a real big bump from the Swifties. And isn't Mom in a commercial recently? M- multiple, multiple commercials. commercials. <laughs> um, Which leads me to believe. What about Dad? Because they mentioned dad on the podcast. So yeah. it's not like he's dead or they're divorced or he left them when they were one years old and she's a single mom. And that, as far as I know, they're still together because they still mention him. Yeah. But he doesn't get the fucking. How come he didn't she, get a chest bump from Taylor Swift? He held he held the suitcase of that one that Pastor Julie went to. He held the suitcase with the fifty thousand dollar prize money. So I mean well, that's they, a big they deal. include him on little things, oh, yeah. but Maybe dad's Nowhere just an introvert. The, Maybe he's an he introvert. Be, and mom's the ex, you know, the extrovert that kind of like, well, because Jason's kind of an introvert. He's not extroverted like, well, like not, Travis. Oh, not like Travis, but he's an extrovert because he, Jason got on the map for that Super Bowl speech that he gave with the wizard's cap on. He was just screaming. Bah. And then he, I still got to watch that prime documentary on Jason oh, yeah, Kelsey on Jason, yeah. and with his wife and everything. Yeah. But their podcast very entertaining. They got good. Obviously, they're brothers, so they got great chemistry. Right. But it's yin and yang. Who wears it better, McAfee or um? I got to go with the Kelsey family. All right. Well, we see. Glad you played. I'm disagreeing. I I mean, I think I I do not know how a fucking punter in the NFL, right, who essentially was going to get the boot for drug usage because right. he he liked his cannabis before cannabis was as mainstream as it is. Right. Yeah. And to do, I mean, fuck, he's part of the WWE. He's on, he's on ESP. He went, started on a little old bar stool yep. and then he went here and then he got his YouTube and then fucking ESPN at laying off all these people, firing all these people. They didn't fire the guy with the wife beater. The T-shirt. Oh yeah, and um, <laughs> but not only did they fire him, they hired him, and right. then on YouTube, oh, so he wasn't officially an employee. He just, well, he, he got did hu- the, he did the odds and ends stuff for, okay. but now he, now his show is on ESPN, right? And then that's on a seven second delay, so you can still see the unedited version of the Pat McAfee show on YouTube, but the edited version is on ESPN. He's on the WWE. He does college stuff. And it's just like he's all over. And he's 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 a fucking punter <laughs> that retired early because he liked his recreational stuff. Right. I think I think Pat McAfee's wore it better. Okay. So, all right, we got a lot lot to go yet here, Dave. So we'll keep we'll we'll keep this chain chain. We'll keep this train a moving. Um, do we Mount have Ru- a Mount Rushmore? Yes, we do. Okay, Mount Rushmore, folks. I was watching one of the two Monday night games. And this happened, and it said, you know what? Even though our choices are going to be limited, like when we do a Mount Rushmore of comedy movies. Endless. Yeah, endless opportunities. This one's going to be a little more downscaled, but nonetheless worthy, because one thing that happened just wanted me to punch something. And I said, you know what? Instead of punching something, I'm going to text you today. That's good. This is our Mount Rushmore day yep. for channel, episode one. Channel that anger yep. into something positive and productive. So episode one ninety eight to Mount Rushmore is what are, in your opinion, the worst NFL rules? You want me to go first? Yes. All right. 
In 2023, the NFL owners approved a new rule that allows players to call a fair catch anywhere behind the 25-yard line on a kickoff and receive the ball at the 25-yard line. So, I mean, they've taken, I mean, the kickoff anymore doesn't, nothing happens. Either the ball gets kicked into the end zone or somebody calls a fair catch. Nobody runs it back anymore. I mean, how many, how many runbacks on a kickoff have there been? I didn't. Uh, well, there was one last week in the Denver Miami game on a kickoff. Mems went 99 yards. No shit. Uh, but it's like 81% of the kickoffs are touchbacks. So I, I, I'll have to research that because I thought that was a college rule, and I think that's actually an absolutely horrible rule to fair catch in the in the field of play and get yeah. it on a certain yard line. Yeah. I didn't know that was an NFL rule because I have not seen that done yet. But yeah, if that's an NFL rule, I agree with you hundred percent that because that's because I, I know it's a rule in college and I fucking yeah. hate it. It's dumb. Yeah. You don't that catch was, the ball on the ten, fair yeah. catch it and get it on the twenty or twenty five. That's stupid. Yeah, it, it was specifically this May, the NFL owners approved that new rule. I haven't seen it. I have not seen it done in the first. Three well, weeks. so many of the Most kickers of the are kicks putting are, it in yeah, the end yeah, zone. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Because they, you know, they don't want somebody running it back. <clears throat> All right, my number, you know, not number four, but my least egregious of the my four worst NFL rules, uh, the penalties against heads. It's a violent game, and the eighty-five Bears. So that's fifteen, twenty-three. 38 years ago, and even to the Ravens of 2002 or whatever, so yeah. 20 years ago. What was the name of that Ravens defense? They had a name for that, didn't um, they? Uh, the, in the, the ESPN 30 for 30 is the Bullies of Baltimore, but I don't know if that was their nickname. Oh, man. Um, but so I just find it all these penalties, yeah, safety this, safety that. If you want to be safe, don't play the game, whatever. So – my the any of the rules that take out the violence of the game. I'm not saying like if if you're just standing there, and you get uh, what that Green Bay Packer did to Jim McMahon, yeah, and he was never the same after that. Where the guy just picked a scoop, and I I knew his name, and I'm because I had too many beers, I can't think of it right now. But just a little, you know, the the whistle is done. McMahon's looking at the sideline to get the next play. The guy comes up and body slams him. Yeah, and McMahon was really never the same. That's cheap. And right. I'm not condoning yeah. that, but I'm just talking hard football where yeah. golf had one where he, he fake, he threw the pass and then held the ball. Like, you know, it was, I think legitly you could go five apple. You can count five apple after he released the ball. And, um, what's his name? Drilled him. Uh, that game where they lost, uh, Seattle. Was it Seattle? Yeah. Yeah. It's the only loss. So Yeah. And he got he got pancaked. All right. So what's your next one? All right, next one. And this one's always iffy. Everybody bitches about it, but uh, defensive pass interference. Just the inconsistency on what is defensive pass interference is so frustrating. I mean, they got to find a way to narrow it down or get it so that it's not so fucking wishy-washy right i mean can they can, i don't think they can review defensive no. pass interference right yeah so it's all up to the perspective of the official and i know that's part of the game but sometimes that stuff you know that that determines the game right 
especially what is the, in the NFL, it's the spot of the foul, right? Whereas in college, it's just a 15-yard penalty. Right. Yeah. So do they need to do it spot of the foul? Because you could just run down 60 yards and kind of get tangled up with the defender and hope to get pass interference. Right. I think they got to th- figure out something in the middle because I don't like when somebody's beat by 40 yards and the guy just grabs them and then they, I'll take the 15-yard gain instead of the 40-yard. So I think college is too lenient, right? whereas pro is too strict. Now, I'm not, I'm not being funny here, but could you do could you incorporate something like a 20 or 30-yard penalty when something like that happens? Yeah, but yeah, you could. Just like, you know, when uh, penalty shots in the NHL, I mean, those are like... The, yeah. Well, he had a bon- he had a legit scoring chance, so he gets a penalty shot. Yeah. Whereas, like, ah, it wasn't that clear cut. So, yeah, you could you could again, it's going to be subjective, right? So, next, uh, mine is intentional grounding. Uh, here's my reasoning for it: the quarterback's job is not to get tackled behind the line of scrimmage with the ball. Right. That's bad for business. Yep. So. You're giving up a down. It's not like you get anything for it. Right. You're being penalized to down. Right. Yeah. And not only that, by definition, hey, team A has no timeouts. Late in the second quarter, we're trying to get, line up to kick a 42-yard field goal. No timeouts. It's second and four, 11, 10, 9. He gets everybody lined up. Set, hike. Spikes it. Isn't by definition yeah. that, and it's like, well, wait a second, Mike. They call it clocking the ball? Or, well, yeah, or, and it's like, wait a second, Mike, because intentional grounding when you're trying to avoid a sack and when you're clocking the ball, it's, um, you, he, there's nobody going to sack him. He's just stopping the clock, so therefore it's not intentional grounding. Okay, well, what about the one where the guy is in the pocket, the receiver cuts the route off and comes back on like a little hook, and the quarterback throws it 25 yards downfield and it goes out of bounds, they yeah. call that intentional grounding because he's inside the pocket Yeah, and there's no receiver in sight. Well, he's not in any danger of getting sacked. That was just a miscommunication between him and the receiver, but yet it's still intentional grounding when it's not intentional grounding when you fucking clearly spike the fucking ball into the ground, which is by definition intentional grounding. I agree. All right, so yeah, that's a rule I fucking hate. Next one, the inconsistent interpretation and enforcement of roughing the passer. I guess that goes back to that Jared Goff thing we were talking about. You say this is like with your violent one, but more specific to roughing the passer. I mean, I don't think there was a penalty on the guy. I don't because I don't. It was, it was so far after the play had, after golf had gotten rid of the ball, I don't think any of the refs were looking at it. I think the refs were looking at the tacklers, the runners, everybody that was downfield at that point, five or 10 yards downfield. And, you know, and probably half the people in the stadium weren't looking where golf was just standing there and got drilled. No I, penalty. I didn't see the play. So I can't that was, know, yeah. that was categorically the textbook definition of roughing the passer. Cause right. he was, or it even fell into the category of defenseless um, <laughs> player. Right. You know, but nobody saw it, so there was no penalty. Yep. But couldn't you review that if the 
if the quarterback is standing there one minute, the next minute he's picking himself off up off the ground? Well, you could, but I think they want to stay away from that because then again, you review I mean, everything. So, yeah, somebody yeah. who's probably getting held every play. Right. But yeah, so that ties into my yeah. So I get I get that one. My next one is actually allowed, and I hate it. It's affectionately and lovingly known as the Bush push, and that's that's not football. Oh, I know. Okay, it, you yeah. know it's like the you know the quarterback. It's rugby. Yeah, exactly. And there's no. I'm not dissing rugby at all. Rugby is rugby. It's just like the old adage, like I don't like Guns and Roses because all their music sounds the same. Oh, that's funny because that's why I like Guns and Roses because they sound like Guns and Roses. Right. You know, if so I want to watch rugby, I'll watch rugby. If I want to watch football, I'll watch football. A quarterback leaning into the center and having two guys push him forward, to me, is... is Now, not everybody has the same 90% success rate that the Eagles do with Jalen Hurts. So, I'm not saying it's unstoppable, but it's just... it's. I remember when I was a kid, because I know um, the Bears were penalized on that when... Um, Walter Payton did it to Roland Harper. You know, they fullback handoff and Payton just ran right into the back of Roland Harper and pushed him across. And that was a penalty. So I just, but yeah, and an offensive lineman can't grab the running back and throw him forward into the end zone because that's a penalty. So, but why is that different than the Bush push? I just, that's, I, that's stupid. Yeah. No, I agree. I don't like it either. And it's be, and it takes away, I think the point you're making is it takes away any real athleticism. Right. You know what I mean? It, it's a scrum. Yep. Uh, okay. And I don't, I hope I'm not stealing your thunder on for your last one. According to the NFL rule book, if the ball is fumbled in the field of play and goes forward into the opponent's end zone and over the end line or sideline, a touchback is awarded to the defensive team. Why why would the defensive team get a point, two points, right? No, that, that no. They just they get the ball. Oh, they get the ball to twenty five. Yeah, twenty. Twenty. Yeah. Why was I thinking that was a touchback? Was a touchback. Touchback is different than safety. Duh. Touchback, you yeah. come out to the twenty. Even though the, you you kind of misconstrued it because there's no points given. I do agree with that. On I do agree with you on that because. Like if I'm at the 42 yard line, I'm tackled, and I fumble forward, and the ball goes six yards forward to the 48. Yeah, and out of bounds, the defense doesn't get the ball. Offense retains it, but it's back where I fumbled it at the 42. So now, why if you're at the two yard line and fumble it out of the back of the end zone, why does the defense just get the ball? Right. So I agree with that. That that's that's a that is the one one of the very few rules that benefit the defense. Yeah, I'm but, really I'm really embarrassed how I for misconstrued touch, but, touchback. But touchback and safety is I but your hatred of the rule is legit though. Yeah. The defense doesn't get two points, yeah, but they do get the ball. Yeah. So I, I still give it to you. That's still dumb. And here's the here's what triggered this Mount Rushmore for episode one ninety eight. And it's not really a big deal. But it fucking drives me absolutely nuts. Play clocks winding down. Four, three, two, one. Clearly, everybody knows it's delay a game. Flags fly. 
prior to the prior prior to the play clock expiring, Atlanta called their first time out of the half because the coach ran 40 yards down the field. If you've got a fucking NFL football team with million and not saying how much money you make dictates how many mistakes you can make. That's not my point, but you got like, you know, for instance, let's say Aaron Rodgers, a $20 million quarterback can't look at the play clock and say, ah, fuck, this ain't working timeout. If your player can't call the timeout, nobody calls a timeout. Now, if everything stopped and whatnot, and the coach brings the referee over and says to the referee, we're, we're going to attempt the field goal with two seconds left. And the, the coach and the referee, five, four, three, two, timeout. Yeah. I don't, that situation, I, don't, I, I could care less who calls the timeout. Right. But when everybody's lined up, it's third and it's fourth and inches. Play clock winding down, three, two, one, hot, 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 hot. And then the snap comes, the flags fly. Prior to the prior to the play, Atlanta called a timeout. Well, why didn't the fucking Atlanta quarterback call a timeout when he's looking at it and he knows the play clock's running down and he gets bailed out by some guy running down the fucking field telling the side judge I want a timeout? If your players aren't good enough to call timeouts, then maybe get a different player. The coach should not be able to run down the fucking sideline and call a timeout. That's stupid. Yeah. I hate it. Yeah, they should get it, penalized for their ineptness. Yeah, yeah. It, not even and then the ineptness would be coach. You you got a quarterback making twenty two million dollars a year. He should have called timeout. Delay a game five yards. Fourth and five, not fourth and inches. Fuck you. See ya. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking to all of America. All right, Dave. I'm not even a. I'm not even gonna beat around the bush here. All right. I just gotta. That's, there, a, that's another porn hub reference. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> or beat on the bush. All right. There's a story behind this one, too. So I, I'm just going to read it All right. as mundane as I can for this lollipop. Oh, let it rock. Let it roll. Let the Bible belt. Come and save my soul. Oh, that's it? Yeah. To that verse? Yeah. Well, there's more to it, but it's such a <sighs> gimme. Yeah. And there's a story behind why I know it's such a gimme. God, because, you know, here's what happened. When you said, let it rock... All of a sudden, I Def Leppard came into my head, which I know it's not Def Leppard. Right. But now I can't get Def Leppard out of my head. <sighs> do, you, do you need me to put it to lyrics? <laughs> I know I should know this. Well, yeah, because um, there's a funny story behind it. That's why I know you should know it. Uh, no, just say it real quick again. All right. Oh, let it rock. Let it roll. Let the Bible belt. Come and save my soul. I had to search for lyrics that weren't dead nut giveaway. Oh, let it rock. Let it roll. Let the Bible Belt come and save my soul. (laughs) Holding on to 16 as long as you can. Yeah. All right. John Cougar. 
Well, John Mellencamp, but or whatever, John Mellencamp song. And um, it's um, oh shit. Um, yeah, this is just downright embarrassing. Yeah, it is. And the reason this is and the, a loyal listener, long time, like maybe the the Liz's, Shelley's, Grandpa Blackhawks, yeah. Chucks of the world will be saying, "Wait a second, they've done this song," but this was pre. Stump Dave of the top 100 songs on the countdown. This is when I used to say, hey, uh, how many balloons did Nina sing about? And you would say, oh, 99. Sucking on a chili dog. Yes, it is. There we go. But remember, because that was, you were on like a two-week heater with John Cougar songs. And I would say, um... Well, what did you say before where I just like got it like in a Well, I said, uh... Because the last time we did Jack and Diane is when, like, remember when I would say, all right, in the song by Nina, how many balloons did she sing about? 99, yeah. And then uh, what did uh, Jack dribble off? His jeans. No, her Bobby (laughs) Brooks jeans. Her, her, yeah, Yeah, Bobby Brooks jeans, yeah. Like, you were on, like, a two-week, heater of getting john cougar john cougar mellencamp or john mellencamp songs right and this was number eric from tweaks corner picked number 63 and this is number 63 on the top 100 songs of the 80s so got it yeah i'm going to give you partial credit because once i hit 0.25 to 0.5 maybe now 0.25 i'll go 0.4 okay all right yeah because 0.25 0.25 because I didn't give you any clues, but once I hit the lyric, oh, which yeah. means I think I, 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 it might mean I'm a better singer than I give myself credit for. <laughs> That's possible. We'll debate that. All right. And, oh. All right. All right. Not earth shattering, fuck you. But a fuck you nonetheless is to Tony Khan and AEW. I record I record all wrestling programs so I can fast forward through the commercials. Last Saturday night on Collision, I recorded it, and the main event was Ricky Starks versus Brian Danielson in a death match. I have a 10-minute extension. Collision is 8 to 10. My recording is set from 8 to 10.10. Put a 10-minute extension on it. Yep. It's live programming, but in the wrestling business, if something runs long, you tell the next guy, hey, end it quick, shorten the finish, because we're fucking running out of time. Right. And at, apparently it would have been at 10.10, as the match is winding down, screen freezes, delete yes or no. And I'm like, motherfucker, and I still don't know who won that fucking match. Because eight, so that was Collision Saturday. Tonight is Wednesday, which will be Dynamite. I'm sure they'll cover it or talk about it on tonight's show when I re- watch it, if I fucking have the extension set long enough. But it's like, it's live television. That You know, I get, that's why I put a 10-minute extension. Right. I get it if it runs over two minutes or three minutes. Or if it was like Stanley Cup Final Game 7, I would probably put a two-hour extension on it just in case the game goes into 4 over. But it's fucking wrestling. 
you know, it's like, you know, if one match is hot and runs a little longer than the next match is like, Hey, uh, cut it short. You got to get, you, you, you know, each yeah. do a couple moves. Boom. Instead of eight minutes, you guys, not, you guys now have three minutes. Cause we're running out of fucking time. And I still don't know who won the Starks Danielson match because AEW cannot get their two hour program done in two hours yeah. and 10 minutes. So you don't know who died. No, no, I do not. Yeah, because Ricky Starks or Brian Dan, you know, and I actually, we would assume it's not Brian Danielson that died because he's in the Russell Dream pay per view and Ricky Starks isn't. So, right. what yeah. actually happens in a death match? I mean, does obviously nobody dies, but. right? Uh, it means that pinfalls, submissions, nothing counts. It's just if you can't get up from a ten count, you're out. Done. So, All right. Anyway, that's my fuck you. All right. Let's rate this last so one. So you have no fuck yous. It's I have no. Are you kidding me? I just said it at the oh, beginning. That's, yes, you Like did. an hour and a half ago. Don't you remember me saying I was fabulous? Yes, I do. All right. All right. So this one goes out to the one I love. R.E.M. There you go. So three point. I'm going to go I'm going to go 3.25. Nothing it's good. Anything in the two anything in the 3 range is good, but nothing's blowing my dress up here. All right. I went kind of the old school rating system for Mike. We had two IPAs tonight. We had the left-handed. Um the alcohol content picked up as I drank this can. So I liked it better than left-handed lawnmower. So I had to go higher than 318. Two totally different beers, but I liked the Banana Choco Taco and Fritz's Folly equally, so I went 3.50 on Fritz's Folly as well. All right. So then that means we go to the untapped crowd, and the untapped crowd, for this one, it is the highest check-ins of the night, Mike. Yep. And it's at 675. So that's barely a decent... Sample size. And let me see. Let me check. Let me check. Let me check. The 676 check-ins have it at an average of 3.63. Hey, for once I was closer to that. And I did quick math in my head, Dave. Yeah. 268 check-ins for left-handed lawnmower. Seven check-ins for banana choco taco. And 675 check-ins for Fritz's Folly is 950 check-ins for the pod. Boy, it would take a lot of work on one of us to do so. It'll probably never happen, but that has to be pod the low. Low, a pod low of 950 check-ins for all three beers. Right. So anyway, but yeah, hey. Yeah, we, we got to put up or shut up. We should add two to each of these. It should be 279 and two, 677, but it probably won't. Because you know why, Dave? Why? As I look down the bottom of my glass, I can see I'm out of beer. And as a late, great Stuart Scott would say, you ain't got to go home, but you got to get the heck up out of here.